Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Gil, I don't see the clock. What time is it? Himalaya time. Himalaya time. Because the podcast world is growing bigger every day and Himalaya wants to help you navigate it. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you find every single podcast you love, like the No Chill podcast and some future favorites. If you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters like us us, Mm -hmm. some love with Himalaya's tip jar. It's free. It's the easiest to use, and they're adding cool new features every single day. Go to the App Store, download Himalaya, and don't forget to follow the No Chill Podcast when you're there. Of course. Let's get it. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, the three-time Sixth Man of the Year with 15 seasons under his belt, Lou Williams joins the show. He and Gilbert go way back to Lou's rookie year as a 19-year-old in Philly. Lou recalls that early encounter and how his career has progressed to one of the most unstoppable and dependable scorers in the league. For Lou, one thing he's found, especially in the Clippers organization, is the importance of fit and culture between Sweet Lou and Agent Zero as two guys who purely just love to hoop. They detail how to both establish and distinguish yourself on the basketball court. Lesson learned for young players looking to set themselves apart from the competition. It's the No Chill Podcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And remember, you can get us early on the Himalaya app. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast because we have even more episodes than usual on the way. Stay tuned. All right, Gil. I saw how that could have been weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) There might be more. Stay tuned. (laughs) He just goes, you're like... Yeah. What are you talking about? It starts with your clap. They don't know that. You start the show. I mean, this is about as professional as we get. Oh, good. Let's <laughs> do it. So, Gil, we have Lou Williams here today. First thing I wanted to know, what, what was the first interaction that you guys ever had? When did you meet? So, mine is probably different than his. So, we didn't actually meet, right? I was playing for the Sixers and. He's in his fucking prime at this point, and I'm just a young kid trying to figure it out. And uh, it's the top of the fourth quarter, and we're walking to the scores table. It was a pretty good game at that point. And Gil says, which one of y'all guard me? <laughs> and everybody part uh, everybody. And and God bless Rodney Carney, right? That's, he was like, me. And he was on minute restrictions. And he was like, I'm guarding you, but I only got three minutes. And Gil said, it's going to be the longest three minutes of your life. <laughs> and that's that was my first impression of Agent Zero. I was I, I was just on one then. You know what's so funny? Is that's all I used to do is just talk shit. Because yeah. for the most part, it's... That, you know, that pretty our, much hasn't changed. Yeah, our confidence is what, you know, what is, is, what, is what drives us to, to other levels. So, like, anytime we played Iverson... And like, you know what's so funny? That was the only matchup I never really... I couldn't outscore that motherfucker for nothing. Yeah. No, like, I mean, shit, nobody can. Like, I was... I, you, you, I like, mean, you're not going to shoot enough. So I was trying, though. That was the <laughs> that was the part, though. It was like, I'm... I'm Yo, I, I got him. And then when I did ball out, he didn't play that game. 
So it, that, that kind of like pissed me off though. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I used to just try to talk so much shit to all the rookies and everyone that was coming in, yeah. you know, just to, just to get pumped. Yeah. And we were a young team at that time too. That was your rookie year. Yeah. 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 And you were 18. Yeah. Hey, you was the last high, your, your group yeah, was, was the last high school. Yeah. The last high school group that came in. But isn't that really how it goes is the older guys are going to put that in your head that, man, you got to earn this young fella. You know, we're going to start with the talk and we're going to back it up with our play. Yeah. For, for, for me, I, didn't, I don't talk as much, but I just do little subtle shit to kind of fuck with your mind. Like, especially with my position, I'm coming off the bench. So a lot of times it's going to be a young guy coming off the bench trying to establish himself. And he's wide-eyed and I know, he, like, bro, I'm going to take 20 shots, whether you're on the floor <laughs> or not, right? So my whole thing is, as soon as he come on the floor, I'm looking over at Doc or the point guard just fucking around say, hey. Next one for me. Next play for me. Just bring, just bring the ball here. You know, and so it's just it's something in the back of your head. Like some of them are gonna say, "Oh, you got me fucked up," and some of them is like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like here it comes. You know, so it's it's always trying to establish that that superior. You know, over the over the younger guys. <laughs> who said you got me fucked? That's a rookie who said yeah, that. Some of them I like that. Like, um, what's the kid name? Um. In LA, man, I I hate that I, I I can't think of his name right now because he's he from Nah, he's not like one of the popular ones. Um, and L- L- he's L- from L- Memphis. What's what's his name? Jamario. Yeah. What's his whole name? Jamario Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah, he was like, Nah, you got me fucked up. Like <laughs> he's like, I know exactly who you are, what you do, and I'm ready for all of it today. And he actually, and it, you know what? I couldn't make a shot in the fourth quarter to save my life. And it looked like he was he was locking me up, and that shit pissed me off. But he was one of them that was like, I'm not going And you, for Gil, you would know it. Like, that's how you have to be. Like him? Yeah. Nah, I was wide-eyed when I got in. But if you knew that, <laughs> if you knew back then how you should be. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's either you. I mean, as a rookie, you, you know, you, you're trying to figure out. You know, you got to remember, these are the stars you, you looked up to, you watched, you mimic. And then you go up against them the first time, you know, you're still in that that shaky mode until, you know, until, you know, one of them pissed you off or you, you know, you had a good game and then it clicks over from there. You know, that's what I said. You know, mine was Gary Payton when he, he just got in the defensive stance and I was so scared I passed the ball. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and just, right. and just got rid of it and was reputation. so pissed and was so pissed off because I got benched mm-hmm. after that. Like, oh yeah, you know, maybe this ain't the game for you. And I'm just sitting there like... Man, that motherfucker had 17 straight points on me and finished with 19. Like, mm-hmm. and he, like you could have not shot against me, motherfucker. Like, you, <laughs> like you could have did that and kept me in the game. And then from there, I tried to torch that man. Yeah. It was one, like it was one four flat. I didn't care what coach called one four flat if Gary Payton was yeah. guarding. You know, and that's just that's just how you do it. Um, you've literally been the best player on your teams for. Last four five years, and they they make you the sixth man. Like at at some point, do you get pissed off, or are you just like fuck it, whatever? I'm kind of numb to it. You know what I mean? Like shit, it's been over a decade at this point. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like it's just it's who I am. I think that's that's obviously that's what I'm gonna leave the game as. That's what people are gonna remember about me. And so I just took it. I said, you know what? If that's gonna if that's what it is then I'm just going to be the best one. Like, I'm just going to, it's going to get to a point where, like, why, like like you said, like, why is this dude not starting? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 
the funny the the funny misconception about that is like I haven't had a coach come to me and say I think you should start. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. people think I'm like nah, I'm I'm cool <laughs> on the bench. Like that's what people think. Like no, nobody's like you're gonna start at the two now. Like I've literally had, haven't had a coach has asked me or even in training camp like created that position for me. Like it's it's just it's just weird. I remember like the reason I got my start was because of our six man Bobby Sora, uh, when Larry Hughes went out and they said, All right, Bobby, you're gonna start Larry Hughes out. And he was like, nah, 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 nah. Start the rookie. I wanna stay in the, you know, I wanna stay coming off the bench because that's yeah. what I'm I'm comfortable with. And I'm sitting like, all right, whatever. I know when I lost my starting mm -hmm. job. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in Philly, got my I was playing against y'all, matter of fact. Uh -huh. Anton Jameson broke my fucking jaw. But he Oof. uh he broke my jaw. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh and uh, I was out, I was going to be out for eight weeks. And I remember I was in the gym working out and um, they came to me and they was like, uh, at this time I'm averaging over 20 points a game for this team. And so they come to me and say, yo, we're thinking about bringing AI back. How do you feel about it? And I was, at the time, I was like, of course bring him back. That's my hero. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I not want you know, my big brother back on my team. And then once I came back from injury day, we had another conversation like, yeah, we think we're going to have you come off the bench because, you know, it's just not going to be cool to have AI coming off the bench in Philly. And I never got a starting job ever again after that. That's how, <laughs> Damn. I, that's how I lost my starting job. But is there ever a point where you can ask for your job? Maybe not ask in the sense of like begging for it, but just like, hey, you got to start me here. And be better no, off I, in, this, no, in this position. It, it's never been. It's never really been a, a, a thought for me because it's like shit. I, I've always, you know, as cra as cliche as it sounds, like I've always been a team player. So it's like if that's what the team needs from me, then that's what I that's what I do. And you know, over the course of my career, I've done that shit to a fault, kinda. You know what I'm saying? To a to a point where it's kind of stifled what could have been. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And but that's that's just my mo. That's who I am. And you know my my high school coach he instilled that that kind of attitude in me and I just I took it and ran with it so because you know it was funny because like <clears throat> I grew up Jamal Crawford's one year in front of me so I, I got to see you know his style mm -hmm. and then I remember you in high school you know coming in um, two different platforms yeah for sure you know it was you know you, like he was way like he was way up here compared to where he was in high school. You know, especially for a name. So it was like, you know, watching Jamal and, you know, come off the bench. And, like, he, he started a couple years. But then with your skill set, I'm like, wait, how is Monte starting? But they're not allowing right. Lou to start. And then, like, like each year, you're like, okay, okay, I get he plays the fourth quarter. You know, I, I right. watch, you know, San Antonio and Ginobili. And you got, you know, the week one starting first. Like, they started that shit with, like, you remember Roy Ivy? Yeah. Come in, play three minutes. And then, they, right. and then they bring in the real starters. Like, well, well, what was the point of that? Right. You know, and, and, and it was just like, I just what think is I got point? caught up in a perfect storm. I think for my first three years, it was AI. Mm -hmm. Then I, I'm, I'm rolling. Now I break my jaw. And now I have a teammate in Drew Holiday mm -hmm. that they're also trying to groom and, and grow up. So he had that opportunity to, to keep moving in those couple of months when I was down. And then you bring AI back. You know, and so that, I think that just created the whole the whole thing in my career where I just never really got a shot to just show my genius until until now, you know, and, 
and even still doing that coming off the bench. So, but it, but if you're a hooper, like that's and, and this is why I say coaches need to have played basketball to coach. If you're a hooper, you know who is the go-to guy. We right. know who's going to have the ball. We know who's going to play. We know who we need to stop. Like you, we know who the most dangerous person on the floor is. So, if you're the most dangerous person on the floor in every team you're in, like. I don't know why you're not demanding to be starting. Like I, like I, I know they they try to use that. Well, he's a combo guard, man. Fuck all that combo and right. point and what. Just let me do what I do. Like right. if I can do it at the end of the game, why can't I do that motherfucker at the beginning of the game? Right. And that's how I always looked at it. But you know what? For me, even in games that I do start, the shit is kind of boring to me. <laughs> Cause like the first six minutes, everybody trying to find a rhythm. Get to like by the time I come in the game, it's popping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, by the time I come in, I know who's rolling on their team. Uh-huh. I, like, I've already made my adjustments by the time I come in. And then fourth quarter, it's like, it's, head, it's mano y mano now. So bring your KDs and yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody come out and let's, let's get it but on. See, that's, that, see that's, what, that, like, that's what pisses me off because it's like, you have, you have a, I think probably the financial part for me, it, what, what makes me yeah. mad is, like, you know, you have, it was 22 last year? Right. Or this year? It was 20. It was, I don't know, 20, 20, 22, 9 or yeah, something so, like that. Yeah. So 23 on 26 minutes. Right. If you play starter minutes, you 30, 31, right. max contract. So you have a max player that you're handicapping on the bench. And that's that's the shit I just be like, see, yeah. this that dumb shit right here. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and that's it's just the, the way It's just the way my shit went. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I would drive myself crazy trying to, to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just how I keep my peace of mind with it. Just I chalk it up. That's how I went. I'm going into year 15. Like, I ain't getting none of that money back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it is what it is. Because I, I remember when, like, it was during the playoffs when it was like, oh, that's, they, got, they got Lou Williams at a bargain. I said, <sighs> Yeah, for 15 years, 14 years, y'all been fucking with that man. And like, that's, that was the conversation that I had with my agent. It was like, yo, what do we do so late in your career? Like, do we roll the dice or do we sign an extension? And for me, I told I, my straight answer was, I, I've been fucked every single time. Mm-hmm. Bro. So I have no faith in somebody coming out and doing right by me. So with that, with that in mind... And also being happy and comfortable and and where I was in LA and and just where I was in my career, you know, we took we took a deal that was kind of like, you know, a lot of people were scratching their heads on that one, but shit made me happy. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, that's what it was about. You know, my kids love it out here. I'm in a position where I can go out and hope, do my thing. Um, you know, do I deserve more money? Of course, I deserve more money. But I was happy at the time. You know, so that was the conversation we had, and that was the decision I made. Yeah, you know that. You know, when you was when you came to Doc, you know, it was like, okay, that's a good fit because you know you got Sammy over there, crazy right. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and then so you got you got you got two Hoopers with you. You yeah. know, so you they know understand they understand, and they not going they not going to throw wins away trying to. They're going to say, hey, give it to Lou, get, get the hell out of the way. You know, that's just how Sammy is. So, you know, Sammy's going to relay that shit to Doc, and right. Doc is just going to play basketball. So, you know, it was, it's, it's, a, it's the perfect fit. And he's going to always – it's like because of the style he plays and he lets you do what you do, 
is going to always keep you. So you're not going to have that at 36, 37, you fall off, and now you got to go play and do Vince Carter minutes. Right. Because he's going to always gonna keep the ball. He's going to put you in a position yeah. where, where you can be successful. And yeah. that's, why I, that's why I love Dr. Death. Like, a lot of guys don't have – you know, I hear guys that say things about Doc, and I and I I, I try to find it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck do they see? Yeah. Like, and I, I I I can't, bro. I like, I really enjoy playing for the dude, man. So, do you think coming in out of high school so young, do you think where you are now that hindered you a bit? Because if if you came in, you had a college pedigree behind you, you had the agent, they had the career plan for you, but you were kind of like, oh, we we'll see how this kid is. No, I don't. No, shit. I was high school. I was Naismith Player of the Year. You know what I mean? So, I mean, as far as, you know, reputation go and all of that, that was in place. I think where it went kind of sour for me is I was a 17 year old kid going into the NBA and I was, I was arrogant about my approach, um, a little naive with the process. So, when I went into the workouts, I wasn't in shape, I wasn't ready. Um, I remember one workout in Utah, it was, it was me, Darren Williams, Chris Paul, Aaron Owens in one workout group, and they just took turns kicking my ass. And I looked like a real kid um, at that point. And, and I'm also undersized. You know, at, at that time, I probably was, you know, six feet, six one, and 160 pounds. You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of that kind of just went into just naturally being a young 17-year-old kid trying out for the NBA, so... Not to mention, though, I think that's something you can hang your hat on because right. there are a lot of guys like that you, came out of high school like I that. I mean, even to the even to the date, there's only two of us, you know, at that size, Sebastian and myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody else that's come out of the NBA are like six five, six six uh, shooting guards, or you got or you got your bigs, the Greg Oldens and those guys, and and so, you know, Bassie got Bassie was in the in the lottery. I ended up sliding to the second round, but it's only been two of us to date. To do that, even Monte, Monte is still like six four, six five. Mm-hmm. So, do you ever look at it this way? Hey, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah, hell yeah. I, Not, it's not <laughs> even late blooming. It's just. It's I just, just think age. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm at a point where I understand the game, and I understand how to get the most out of myself in it. You know. But that 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 didn't just happen this year. That was a few years back. Yeah, it's been a. It's been a. I think I I start feeling that way. Um, probably my first year with the Lakers. So I guess that's that's what year 10 or 11, somewhere in there where I just I really started clicking and understood who I was in this game. When Gil has a theory about age, that you want to draft a kid that's younger with more upside because you, you give him that time to mature. Yeah, because by the time you was – because no matter where you are in your career, you're probably averaging double digits by your third year, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, so if you're third year, which 20? So – if he's yeah. already in his third year averaging, you know, if he's 20 years old in his third year, he's already doing what he's supposed to. Like, by the time you get to your third, fourth year, you're tapping into, you know, what your ability is if you're getting a playing time. So I'd rather get someone who's younger than someone older. Like, how many people in your class are still in the NBA? I think it's two of us, three. Yeah. yeah. That, that's because he's... <laughs> CJ Miles, Amir Johnson, and me. Yeah. yeah, so like that's what I said. So all those players who went to college, they out of the league because of it. Like that's why I said it's the young. But I, I hated, I, I hated the whole process of draft. Yeah. Because I remember um, when I was in Orlando, when I did my draft in Orlando or tryout, they were like, uh, "Do you think you're in? Do you think you're in NBA shape?" How and, could I said, you be? and I said, "How the fuck do I supposed to know?" Right. And he was like, "Do you think you should be in better shape?" I said, "When does the season start?" 
And I said, by the time the season start, I will be in whatever shape I supposed to be in then. Right. Like right now, I don't know what yeah, shape I'm supposed to. I don't. How do I know? I didn't know what I was preparing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. You know I was like, you want me? You telling me I'm out of shape, motherfucker? I ran five miles a day. I don't. I don't know what kind of shape right. I'm supposed to be in. Like I'm huffing and puffing because right. this some new shit for me. My uh, my first my first pre draft workout was with uh, Memphis Grizzlies, and my workout probably went for 45 minutes, and it was the hardest shit I ever did in my life. Right, and then it took me. To get drafted and realize, yo, I do that same workout every day. But it, over time, it was yeah. it was nothing to me. But yeah. the first one, uh-huh. yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so you never you don't you don't know how to prepare for this shit until you in it, man. I was so I was so offended because it's like I, I did seventeen workouts. All seventeen are different. Right. Some easy, some hard. So like, how the fuck do I supposed to know yeah. if the last nigga I did 15 minutes of shooting? I'm right. thinking it's the same shit over here. What are you talking about? Now you want me to do line drills like suicide? Like, right. motherfucker, I ain't do nothing wrong. Like, I like, like yeah, I'm like, offended. I, I ran, I ran 17s yeah. in Detroit. Now and now I look back like, what was the, the point, point of that? Yeah, shit? Not, yeah, like why am I running? What am I running 17s for? Yo, they hate. That's what I said. I came in into the draft like I was cocky for no reason. I like I was a. Co- I didn't even have a name. Like, I wasn't, I was just cocky for no reason because most of the drills is one on one, and that's all I was waiting for. Yeah. Like, that's all, like, fuck all this shooting shit, fuck all that running up and down. When and we what, get that what happened ball. When, you, uh, when you were on the treadmill? Huh? Oh, yeah, we did the, you remember the tread, heart Ooh, treadmill? Yeah. What did you wear for three minutes? For footwear? Oh, I had chucks on. Like, I didn't take none of that, I didn't take none of it here. I thought it was just a bunch of bullshit. Like, right. I don't give a fuck who's number one, two, three, ten, like, yeah. We got to get on the court. They got to play defense. We're going to see it in. Yeah, you know, and that's that's just how I looked at it. So the whole process was just gimmicky to me. Like you want me to sit here and run up and down and do these drills. And then we play one-on-one. All right, I scored all seven. Now what? This motherfucker's a lottery pick. He's, he's mean, number 10? It is a kind of funny <laughs> process. Like, guys are jumping, hitting the vertical shit. And it's like, all right, he going to block a shot or no. Nah. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Well, here, here's the thing. You guys have a common thread. You guys are just hoopers. That's what yeah. you get. And that you can't yeah, really true. measure that. But you know what? The guys that really, like, we're going to get some shit for this, by the way. But the guys that really take the combine serious are usually average players anyway. Yeah. And, and you know what's so funny? And that's you know what the funny part. Mm-hmm. They don't. Their, the whole design of the NBA drafting, NBA combines are not measured for hoopers. You can't test you can't test who is a gamer, who wants the shot at the end, who is capable of hitting that shot. Who how you handle how to, pressure. Who knows how to create their own shot out of nothing? Who knows how to react? They don't they can't, can't measure that. Yeah. So you don't know who's who. You draft a guy, he'd be like second round pick. And then like, oh, he's averaging twenty. How? Oh uh, yeah. If you watched the games, motherfucker, he was like popping everybody. You create, just right. you was looking at some other shit. You was looking at motherfucker test scores. Like, oh yeah, he didn't test. He didn't test well. Did a seventeen. He was wasn't in shape. Like, what the fuck does this have to do with the game? Man, I'm not. I don't need to be in shape in motherfucking October. And it's worse now because such so much of the analytics shit, like, is is completely. I I'm not a fan of analytics at all. I, I, it was funny. I don't even know that when when people start using it, I'm like, okay, they never play basketball. I, I just, yeah. I just, just they don't, they don't, they've never played. Yeah. They, they, they've never actually, they've actually never hooped before. Yeah. Fuck it, they're just good at math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck a bunch of nerds. And also, Lou's style is unique. 
everything that you just went through is pretty much you can create a shot, you see angles. What is it about Lou, I think, that people don't appreciate? You know, it, I think it's the whole, the whole concept of this, this type of basketball, right? So everyone always, it's, I, I hate, I hate, I'm starting to hate everyone in the 90s that played basketball, that whole group, because they, they, they just think they shit don't stink. Right. Like, you know, you got, you know, Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, both 6'7", both weigh 210. <laughs> Talking about they're going to stop somebody in today's game. Like, nah. 6'7", like, you are a little guard in, in today's right. game. You guys are little guys. Like, but that's... The, every 10 years, the game changes. Yeah, that's what I They have no idea about evolution. It's like they don't take we, evolution. I, had, into- I always have these debates with my friends. I was like, bro, can you imagine dropping LeBron in the 75? Like, just drop LeBron now that you know in 75. I was like, bro, he went 15 championships in like, a row. It's like bro. dropping like, Superman in Metropolis. Yeah, that's what I said. And yeah, they sit like, there and you say, take oh. the worst player that you can think of in your head in the NBA and, and put him on in 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, they just—they just, it's like they forget evolution, so they're like, "Well, this year, this game soft. They flop too much." I think it's more skill. I said, man. "No, that's the skill." Yeah. I said, "You have to understand rules, right?" So, if a player can get you in foul trouble because you're always out of place, right. that's a skill. And I said, "It's not a flop; it's a skill." If I know I'm going to drive here. And I know your speed is going to try to beat me there, and I stop, you hit me, and I shoot. That is my skill. That's what I'm skilled at. And I don't think anybody really appreciates the skill. They call it, oh, he's flopping too much. Oh, this is boring. Like, no, that's You know what people's their reaction is? They don't know how you do that because they can't think like you think. They didn't so, have to. Because yeah. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, little. They didn't, they didn't have to. I mean, first – uh, in the 90s, they were averaging like 80, 90 points a game. Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing 135s and 140s now, you know, and that's because of the skill level. So they didn't, they didn't have to figure out how to get to the free throw line. It was like whatever, whenever we score. I think mm-hmm. it was more of a stops game in the 90s anyway. It was a big man game. It's, yeah. Everyone and, wanted to post. Right. Everyone, you know, you, well, had post up with you, had post, you had post up guards. You got to remember, guards back then weren't scores. you know. Except for Jordan. I mean, but like point guards. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you're talking about Gary Payton. You know, he was still considered a point guard. Back then, as soon as AI comes in, it's like, uh... Well, you know, it's funny. Go, throw him to the two. We don't, yeah, we don't, know, what that know, what we don't know what that is yet. Right. You know, you, you're talking about, you know, Mulberry averaging, you know, 22 and 9. He was considered a ball hog. Like... Nine assists, he was a ball hog. The Stevie Francis, like, like that's what I said. So when I came in, I was a combo guard. I wasn't either. You know, it's just get out there and we're going to see what he can do. And then from there, it just starts opening up. So it's like everybody became skillful. It wasn't just the shooting guard in the center. You know, so it's like, you know, back then, your, your, your power forward was anywhere from 6'4 to 6'8. You know, so these guys talking about, oh, I'm going to stop you. Like, that, that nobody no. even plays that Actually, dinosaur as basketball anymore. The expre- what the fuck are you talking about? What was about? the expression back then? Defense wins championships. Ain't no fucking mm. defense wins. Skill wins championships. Defense mm. wins championships. Like, you, you were stopping motherfuckers who can't. Like, Anthony Mason, what, what, what is he going to do? <laughs> like, what, like, really, what is he going to Like, he's 6'6". Like, Club you. Like, that's fucking yeah. Westbrook right now. What the fuck? That, like, come on. Like. That's just, that that, that got, like that, what's so yeah. funny is that position got removed because of Shaq. 
all these sinners in college coming in, sinners mm -hmm. in high school, KGs, v Van Horns, are like, I'm not fucking with him. Right. I'm going to go to the four man, go against the guy who's 6'4". And then the four man became this long guy and it took away the center. So I said every position became skillful. So like when the 90s talking about, oh, yeah, y'all soft, you know, we would have we put y'all on your ass. Yeah. You're, you're a little, you're a little kid. Like, you're, we gain weight when we get older. These motherfuckers, 60, 70 years old, 185 pounds still. Like, come on, shut up. You're not even on a diet. Like, you're little. You're a little guy. Like, I remember, like, like even like, like, like GP, like GP, like, he was a defensive stopper. Like, he was literally a defensive stopper. Like, he, my second year, I'm posting him up. You're little. You're 185. This is 185. 185, get the fuck out of here. Like, like, I was afraid of you my rookie year. I don't know why. Like, you're, you're little, like John Stockton. You guys are little. Right. Like, you guys, like, like you guys were deep, defensive guys? Like, they became, like, it became a joke. Like, it's like, like, put the two guard on me, man. These little, these point guards are just too little. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. Like, evolution, evolution, like, like, no, like, these guys are just too little. Like, you're not gonna hurt us. Like, but you know what? We're gonna do the same shit in 20 years. Like, yeah, 20 years, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're right. That's yeah. what happens. Oh, that's, fuck what, that's what happens. Like, I'm gonna lock that nigga up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do the same. Like, they somebody, my day, somebody asked me, like, yo, man, like, you, you how would you do in this uh, era? I said, to be honest, um, <clears throat> to be honest, these motherfuckers are shaking and baking now. Like, before, when I played, we was just trying to score. Right. These niggas trying to embarrass you now. Like, these motherfuckers, <laughs> Kyrie's out here trying to shake your boots off. No, thank you. I was not trying to play defense in my era, let alone try to come in this era and try to play some defense. Like, imagine trying to guard James Harden every play. Oh, man, I'll be mad. Like, damn, pass the ball. Like, what happened to the team game? Like, shit. <laughs> like, damn. Like, like, seriously, I would, like, I, I would have hated to guard James Harden. Yeah, but if there were guys in your, like, Iverson. I had to guard, I had to guard Eric yeah, Snow. Oh, well, yeah, who you had to guard. But guys Eric Snow, Eric Snow, Chris but Paul. Were, but it was just Jason like, Kidd. Hey, there was, like, Kobe. I didn't have to guard. I know you didn't have to guard, but like, there were guys that were tough covers back then. But those are like those are like those are team offensive covers. But those are also all time hard to guard players. But this team, team offensive, like but like AI what, was though? running around. But it's different. Because every once in a while, Kobe had to come down and throw that bitch to Shaq mm -hmm. and chill for well, a second. Until Shaq, James don't have to throw left. it to nobody. nobody. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like every like <laughs> think about it. Like think every play, he's he gonna come down and he is literally doing a bot move on you. Like you're a Rucker Park and that's your enemy and he's yeah. coming down like like or KD. Like seven feet. That's a, like like I like that's what I'd rather I'd rather play, shit with I'd rather play against Kevin Durant way before I had to guard. Guard who? Yeah. Uh Harden. No, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like KD gonna get buckets. Like, yeah, he might score 50. Cool. What you saying? <laughs> cool. What, what you saying, James? Every single play. Every single like, like uh, if there was 37 plays, 35 <laughs> of them went to you on ISO moves. Yeah. Like, no, I got it. That's I exhausting. I got my girlfriend in the stands. You ain't just gonna be doing it like this, bro. <laughs> you ain't just gonna be doing like this in front of a baby dog. Like, nah, bro. This shit, that, that motherfucker heard people feel it. Like, he said to try to make you fall. I don't got time for that. Okay, so the, so who's the MVP? J to me, James is the MVP. 
James is the MVP to me. We did this episode already. Like, I'm yeah. just saying, it's James. I, like, I, You know what? I, w- I will be so hurt if James don't win it. And, and I say that because they pick and choose who they want to celebrate the numbers for. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like when Russ was doing the triple-double shit, that was getting celebrated. And mm-hmm. it should but be. he did it again this year. Yeah. And, it, and we almost forget about it. Right, because that's just what, what he do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so for the first time, it was something you've seen. This is the first time we've seen somebody doing shit numbers like this, like James and and – since AI era, like this dude had four or five 60-point games, a handful of 50s, 40s whenever he wanted. Like, and they wasn't a slouch either. Like, they still finished the four seed mm-hmm. and would have been higher. They had a bad week at the end. That's how crazy the West is. Like, but they try to pretend like, uh, no, fuck that. Like, the dude put the work in. Like, I get, I get the youngest thing, like the best player on the best team and all of that. But that's a team. Like, this dude, when CP was hurt, he put that team on his back and put them back in the position because mm-hmm. they was out of the playoffs, man. Like, so I, I guess I'm preaching to the choir because we all in, in agreement with that. But it's just crazy for me for it to even be a debate. But And, and that's why that's why I was, I was saying it earlier when, when, before you got here that <clears throat> the MVP voting should not be in the media's hands because the media also dictates who – they like who they like. So, but, so who votes though? The media votes. No, I'm saying, but who retire who, retire players? Um, they don't watch. They hate us. Yeah, retire <laughs> basketball coaches. Coaches. You can't make it. You can't make it a fan vote. No, no, you make it a coach's vote. Like it, it can't be the media because the media dict. They try no, I, to. I it, their narrative you. is too bad. Like, like okay, Giannis is pushed up there, right? Like I, I remember doing the Bucks thing. Like okay, Giannis averaged last year. 27 and 10. This year, 27.9 and 13. You didn't do anything to get 16 more wins. So how do you get 16 more wins if you personally didn't do nothing? So then I look around the rest of the team. Bledsoe was down. Um, Middleton, compared to the year before, you, were, you played horrible. Down three points, three-point percentage is worse. Field goal percentage is worse, but because your team is winning, you make the All Star. Like that's fucked up too. So now you get you bring in Lopez and a bunch of other guys. That's who grabs those extra wins. So how do you get rewarded? And Bud, I mean Bud is a dope ass coach. It's like, but how do you get how do you get rewarded if you personally didn't step up? So it's like James Harden. You averaged thirty last year. You stepped up six more points this year. Which is fucking hard to do, right? Like you, I mean, you should be MVP and most most improved. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. But when you think about it, it's like six points, six points, five and a half, six points is usually most improved. Thirty is hard enough. Yeah, that's what it says. So to get thirty six, what they're gonna do is most likely, if you know the media, if they didn't give it to Kobe, right? They're gonna do the same thing to James, and yeah. say, well. And we didn't give it to Kobe, and, you know, we don't want the backlash if we didn't give it to him when he averaged 35 and got that sorry team to the playoffs. We can't give it to James. And, and they, they really think like that. They really, they're going to really sit there, I guarantee you. Like, somebody said James is in China right now, so if he's in China. Yeah, that's, that's a telltale that he ain't feeling it. Yeah, that's what I said. So if he's in China, he's basically already saying that, man, they're giving it to the dude. Yeah. Like, and that's. Like what? What? What is a person supposed to do? Just hopefully the the organization brings in better players so I can win and and be a yeah. MVP? I mean, 
yeah, it's a it's a fucked up spot for James because, like you said, it's like, all right, like what else? Like, what do you want me to do? But you also, know, what, you know what what's the most fair thing, right? Um, split it in three: media, players, coaches. That should be a players' vote. No, no, 100%? think about it. hundred yeah. percent players' vote. But you know, play, You know, we stupid because you have favorites too. Yeah, but shit. You know one thing. Are, you know one thing. You right. can't be stupid about a motherfucker tearing you up. Yeah. You can get the MVP vote. Like, you can't ignore that. They, they'll get the, that's what I said. They'll get the MVP vote. Like, right. which one of them guys coming in town and you going to sleep? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's not a slight to Giannis, mm-hmm. but it's like, you worried about that team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But James coming. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, y'all go stay, sit stay down up. tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a completely different mindset. So I think, like you said, they, they, create, the, they create the narratives. So I think it should be a player vote. I yeah. go with a player vote. And it's just it's like it's, it's, it's a, as a hooper, like like think about it in the summer. You're a hooper and you're you're working on your craft, right? You put so many hours into your craft, dedicating to to win MVP, and you get you get jaded because your team didn't bring any free agents. Like what, what is the point? What what is the point of me working out if? I'm a favorite if my team is winning. That the right. team, the but team success clear, has nothing to do with me. They still were a fifty-plus yeah. win team. But that's like, what I'm saying. It's like it's like in the West, which is hard. We had forty-eight wins, an eight seed <laughs> with forty-eight wins, bro. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I got the fuck out of the West. The, right, <laughs> and and still had home court advantage the first the first round of the playoffs. Like the man did everything he's supposed to do. Like, that's it. It's nothing. It's, like right. I said, it's really nothing you can. Yeah. That's I said. It's like you can only do so much. But when you're talking about MVP, it's most valuable player in the league, not most valuable player to the best team. It's most valuable player in the NBA. So you have to who day in and day out is playing like an MVP. Right. And that's just. But also, I mean. Like we said, they were still a good team. It's not like you were a really you put up great numbers on a team that was yeah. Like we're we're not de- we're not trying to save like a a guy that was on a nine seed. Yeah. Yeah. And also like not no no shade, but like Devin Booker puts up great numbers, but yeah. his team is on like James is on a like a top seeded team. Doing everything, but even but even like it's, even it's literally nothing else mm-hmm. he could do to make a stronger case. But that's like he averaged 36 <laughs> just to get that team to four. If he get... averaged 34, that motherfucker's probably been out of the playoffs. But that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. them, them two points got that extra matters, wins. Bro. So, like, if he had to do every bit of that and this guy can play the same way he did last year, he didn't have to improve. He didn't improve. And, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, but your team, whoo, your team did good. Like, I, I just hate that part. Like, they don't give you no, like, true, like, no true structure. So somebody like Anthony Davis and people who sit in these shit-ass cities with these shit-ass organizations that that won't get their team better. Like, you have no chance of winning the MVP no matter what you're out there doing. So it's like... Also, it's a regular season award. So you saw what Kawhi did. And you're like, well, he really carried... He was, was he the most valuable player on a championship-winning team? Yes. He didn't play it. Well, he won MVP this year. this year, though. No. If you look at the First, season, he didn't play enough. Right. Playoff should, right, he didn't play enough regular season. But when it mattered, playoff time, yeah, I mean, completely yeah, stepped up. Yeah, I, I give you that. But for for the but, entire but that, I mean, that's season, fucking seventeen games. We talking about eighty two, right? Eighty two. I know. But what about the games after the eighty two? It's, it's, it's really, team, yeah, but you got your team got to be good to get there. <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Yeah. 
Like, we're making it seem like the soul and all these motherfuckers is, was some trash. Never said that. I mean, they were. Tr- I mean, they end up being amazing when you know the whole Golden State team fell apart. You know, it, it became an easy walk for them. You know what I mean? It's, I don't I mean, want to. I don't want to take away from they win, but I mean, it's not like in, they, in the injury bug. It's not like they really went against motherfucking a team. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that team was. They uh, I mean, they played their ass off too. They, not, they they got the rolling. Like that's what I said. They ro- they they yeah, they they, rolling. they they was rolling. But they didn't have to really roll too hard. I yeah, mean, they, I mean, they didn't have to go through everything. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. They, they didn't have to go through they, the war. I mean, they, they went through the Warriors' through. name, but they didn't go through no Warriors. Let's, let's just be honest about that. So you're saying the championship has asterisks? No, no, it doesn't. no, no. Give yeah. me my ring. No, I, 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 no, 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 no. Take the rabbit. Yeah. Ain't okay, but people will. I think nobody in would. A few no, years. nobody. That, when Golden State went through Cleveland, when Kyrie and them was out, nobody really. It's a championship. It's it's a championship, but that's what I'm saying. But success shouldn't like. Individuals' success shouldn't have nothing to do with team, because all a player can do is do what he mm-hmm. does best. Like, you know, and that's that's basically all I can. I can only perform at what I'm given. Like, if you bring other horses around me, okay, I'll. You know, we can all do this together. But if it's only me and you talking about let's win, what? and I'm sitting here averaging 36, what's the problem? You know, and that was the, I remember that year with Kobe. It was like when Kobe averaged a 35. They said that team was supposed to have been damn near dead last. No way they was making the, the media. No what way. Year, what was that? 2000... 2005, 6? Yeah. 2005-6, yeah. There was like no way this team would make the playoffs. No way. He got him to the AFC. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he should have passed the ball Steve more. Nash got that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, fellas, hold that thought. We gotta take a break to talk about Manscaped. Support for the No Chill Podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the number one in men's below the belt grooming. Mm-hmm. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. <laughs> How you like that? You know, the worst thing in the world would be to hurt yourself when you're grooming down there. Facts. That's an injury you that, don't that, want. Yeah, yeah, true. You don't want to spill blood. <laughs> That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0, which mm-hmm. we have right here has proprietary skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally <laughs> a thing of the past because they were a real they thing. Were, was a, that's a real thing. They were a real thing. It's a real thing. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. Manscaped has also developed the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You ready for that? Yeah. I mean, you put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Think about that. <laughs> Yo, it ain't smart. It's right? Ain't okay. Lie. I mean, it's yeah. taking a minute to yeah, sit I had to think you, about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. This is the, for the 2019 mail. Yeah. You think of the details. And for fans of the No Chill podcast, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOCHILL at manscaped.com. Always... Use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. So here's what you got to do. To get 20% off with free shipping and a free travel bag, use the code NOCHILL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and a free travel bag at manscaped.com with the promo code NOCHILL. I got mine Safe right here. Grooming. I got my Manscaped right here. I was about to demonstrate. <laughs> I was about to demonstrate, but you hey, know this is... I got my Manscaped. Oh, come on, I, man. I got my Manscaped drill. Oh, man. You got your Manscaped... George. 
You I put on. Some. I got some for you. You put on Manscaped drawers and then Manscaped. I hope yeah. you're an X. I'm fine. Not a two X. Okay. I lost a lot of weight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. They also, but the. I'm just saying from experience right now. Uh huh. I feel dry. Keeps you dry. Yeah, keeps okay. you dry. Keeps you dry. Keeps keeps dry. It clean. Keep it clean, fellas. Keep it clean. You'll thank us later. <laughs> All right, we also have to talk about ZipRecruiter. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place. Oh, yes, do it again. Oh, okay. Take that. <laughs> you can have it. Chose me. No, I'll just, you know, so you don't want to do it in the next act. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. All right, we also have to talk about ZipRecruiter. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses can connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com. Slash no chill. Mm -hmm. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. That's ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates to the site within the first day. Oh. And right now, listeners of the No Chill podcast can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash No Chill. You guessed it. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash NoChill, N-O-C-H-I-L-L. We spell it if you need it. ZipRecruiter.com slash NoChill. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We got some smart people out there. Yes, we got to take care of them. Yeah, yes, yes, we do. Got to take care of our fans. All right, this next one is the website. You want me to talk about the giveaway or the live show? Just everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're ready for it. <laughs> Gil, we did it. Finally. What we, we do. We got the website. Okay. Oh, sh finally. Finally. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this for months. Yeah, our yeah. friends at Wix, they built us a nice website. Got all of our information there. So you get show episodes. You can go back. And if you, if you missed an episode, catch up there. I don't mm -hmm. know what you missed, but you yeah. should have subscribed already. <laughs> everything there. And then we have our giveaway. Our giveaway, yes. Starting July 1st. July 1st. New prizes every single day. And we have this live show coming up. Oh, for sure. Yes. We ready for that? I don't we think they're ready. For I don't that. think so. I don't think they're ready for that. First stop, Charlotte. We're coming for you. Charlotte. Do we know the place? Yeah, the Comedy Zone. Okay. Com oh yes. The but if you don't zone. know, go to the NoChillPod.com. Mm -hmm. That's All our right, Charlotte, website. Comedy Zone. I'll let you know who the guests are in the middle of the week. Stand by. So it's through Wix. It's the NoChillPod.com. Wix is building us a custom. Beautiful page to keep all of our episode show details and maybe even a way for you to contact us. Mm -hmm. But for now, we got the giveaway and we got the live show. Wix really is the best in the business. They offer a variety of websites that can be created with Wix and the characteristics of the product. Professional and robust, there's a professional solution for every need with features like Wix Video, Wix Stores, Wix Booking, and especially the Wix Blog. Wix just launched Wix Turbo, which means all sites are made with Wix and they now load faster than ever. Wix takes care of all of the heavy lifting, like reliable hosting to keep your website safe and secure, custom domains and mailboxes, even marketing and more. 
They also offer total creative freedom. With Wix, you truly have infinite design possibilities, making each website personal, unique, and an original masterpiece. The platform enables you to create whatever you want yourself, whether you're a novice, a business owner, an advanced designer, or a professional website builder. It's so easy to use. It creates a clean, fresh, professional look that you're looking for, and it offers great results. So to start on your own website with mm -hmm. Wix, you got to enter a promotion code, no chill. Of course. All right. We got something for our fans as usual. And they'll build you the website of your dreams. To get started, go to Wix.com today. Enter the promo code, no chill. Mm -hmm. No chill. Check out our site, <laughs> nochillpod.com. And the reason he got it is because that so the team won 62 games the year before. 67? 62. Yeah, 62. And then the next year, Amari got hurt at the beginning. So they was like, oh, they're done. And they end up winning 55. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, Steve Nash. And I'm like, yeah. Eh, mm. I mean, yeah. 62 and 55 versus last place and eighth. Like, come on. Yeah. They was like, oh, yeah, he should have passed the ball more. To who? Fucking Smush Parker. And Devin fucking, George. <laughs> nah, Devin George was on the team. Like fucking Chris Mims and motherfuckers <laughs> like that. Like, you. Really? What is yeah. this? He was, supposed to, he was supposed to do exactly what he did. You know, same thing with James. Like, even with the team, just looking at the team, I'm like, the, the team is shit. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I don't give a fuck what kind of hype you're giving them. They were better when you was there. Like, I agree. They had, more, they had better scores, more points coming off the bench. Like, like was it? Yeah. You average, they like, got impatient. 17, was it 17, 19 that year? Yeah. And then you also had uh, Gordon coming off the bench doing the same thing. So and Trez was with us. Yeah, imagine so, you had that bench. That and so bench. the very yeah, next year, he comes into his own. Like, I think they pulled the plug on that group too fast. But it's a name game. They went and got Chris. And felt like they had, they gave him a better opportunity, so it is what it is. But, but I think at that point though they were looking at the Warriors and thinking that we got no, they got to compete. They at that have level. an obsession with the Warriors over <laughs> in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I I know that because that was the focus. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But the focus was a championship, so it was like we got to go through these guys. So we we shot more threes, we played a, a more up tempo style of, of play to try to match up with what they were doing. Oh. But that's what I'm saying. If you knew basketball, you knew you knew the trade was bad. You're giving up, you're giving up scores for a point guard for a point guard without scores. Like yeah, if Chris Paul was there while you were there, maybe it works. Yeah. But if they take a, a natural score out, bringing a point guard to control a team when the start the starting. Shooting guard controls the team. So you got two people out there trying to do the same thing. So now what, Chris becomes a scorer? Right. So now if Chris becomes a scorer, the rest of the team doesn't get the ball. Yeah, I mean, so, so it's like that's the logic. <laughs> so now you, 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 you don't make that trade, keep the same players, and then use the money to get more talent. Then you probably could compete. That's what I said. Well, this also, this also, this motherfucker just—they just stupid. But this, this also relates for for a team. You should know your style. As a player, you know your style of play. I'm not gonna try to be. You're not gonna try to be Vince Carter. But you know what? That also was at a time where it was an. It was like you can't win without two stars. You know that was the that was the conversation at that time. Super teams. Yeah, it was. Right. Super, it was still super teams. But if you create your own style. Try to don't try to copycat everybody. Create your own style. Know that because right. you'll have that stronger than anybody else. Absolutely. Like right now, you guys. Well, you got 
Kawhi. Who, who's left? Kawhi. Jimmy Butler hasn't signed yet, right? Basically everybody hasn't. Everyone still? Right. Everyone still Except free? Except for Anthony Davis, yeah. Free agency starts on the first. Oh, shit. That's why I'm, I'm stupid. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers ain't signing shit. What the fuck is wrong with this? We just had the draft. Okay, yeah, July 1st. (laughs) Yeah, my bad. My bad. I I was wondering. That's why I said these motherfuckers ain't signing. Like, I thought some news. You know what's funny is we don't have the patience. Like, the the season just ended. I just, I I just, I forgot July 1st is when free agency started. We've been talking about free agency all, like, all year before last season even started. Like, who fits you guys? Cause that's 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 the most like I know names like oh Kawhi Leonard want to go here this and this like who fits your you guys' style? We thought we thought KD was gonna give us what we needed how we played. Mm. We thought KD was gonna be like like that was one I was gonna get involved in like yo <laughs> to like this Rec- will be perfect. recruit. You know what I'm saying? It's, I think it's it's just it's an opportunity for guys like him, you know, to to put another put another notch on a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, it hasn't been a championship in, in L.A. Uh, as far as the Clippers go. Um, you know, you have Blake, DeAndre, and you have Chris. You know, they're going to go down with their with they jerseys up. And then you got guys that can really come in and create their own, especially KD, where everybody's like, oh, he went there to get the rings. Like, fuck that. He, those his rings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you can come here, and this one can be considered yours. yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and we don't – like, we – the the great thing about our team is we're not confused about who who any of us are. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the fourth quarter, we're going to get a ball to Lou. We need to stop. Pat, you're going to guard the best player. Mm-hmm. Like everybody understands it's a pecking order. Mm-hmm. So if a KD came in, there's it, no pushback. Like it's never going to be a de- – like, mm-hmm. bro, this is your team, and we riding, and everybody going to play their part perfectly. And so I thought he was going to be the person um, that was going – that could fit it in like – Seamlessly, mm-hmm. but I think you drop Kawhi on any team, you have a chance. Man. Who are you thinking? No, I'm just you know just, <clears throat> because you know it's like you know when you're when you're playing you know GM, you know everybody wants names instead of people who actually you know fit with the rest of the team. So you know you just sit there and think about all the free agents. And it's like all right, you know we know your your team style like. Who is a perfect candidate for him? I mean, the guy he, I loved yeah. was the guy that, that left, Tobias. Yeah, Tobias was good for us, too. Uh, I mean, but that's I what I said. He's a, he, that, it's like, a name game. Yeah, that's what I said. It's, it's a name game. Mm-hmm. So if Tobias and Katie are going to ask for the same type of money, of course you're going to try to create the money to go get KD. You know, that's just how NBA yeah, should and that, and that's just the, that's the problem. Like, you know, Tobias is going to have to. With and him. he said it early. He was like, "I'm." Yeah. Like I mean, that's what I said. You you know he's you know his like that was the reason like some of the trades like he's gonna be demanding, you know that max and you know the if you're Clippers you're not gonna go f- you're it's gonna be one of those cities he's gonna end up in. Well, he did the right thing at the walking time. Was, if if we're gonna have to play the free agency game with him in the summertime, let's move him now and get pieces back. Yeah. And then we'll have that money to spend in the summertime. That's what they would think. What is, what is the thing about the Clippers that maybe people are wrong about or don't know as an organization? Oh, yeah, because you're a new Clipper. Oh, you're a new Clipper. So you got you to gotta break the, the curse of who the Clippers were yeah, when I came I, in. No, we gotta, I, we've created a, a dope culture. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just, that's, I think it started with Doc. You know what I'm saying? Um, he expects a lot. He has a high expectation level. And we just so happen to have the personalities 
that fit in with that. You know, like we don't have a lot of disagreements about about anything. Like the work environment is positive. Um, shit, we got rookies that listen. They work hard. You know, Shay, Sham, Jerome, and um, uh, Sin going into his going into his uh, second or third year now. Like our young guys really soak up the information, and we like we don't have the ego problem. So I guess that's what. That's what works for us. I think people are wrong. What, what shit? They thought we were a thirty-win team. Um, end up winning forty-eight with with no quote-unquote all stars and all of that. And I think we're gonna be good for a very long time. I think they showed this year. You know, like when I came in, you know, y'all, they they didn't have practice facilities. Yeah. You know, I was working out at the men's <laughs> yeah. gym, yeah, Spectrum Club, <laughs> the Spectrum Club. Shit, there they got yeah, uh, had, nails on the hand. We had, the, we, had uh, we we worked out at a nurse college in in Philly. Oh, for, yeah. <laughs> so like when we came in, like I'm, I remember um, when I came in, you know, there was really no culture. There was really nothing. There was no. There was no reason to stay in a gym. So I remember going to you know, you know, RIP. You know, Mr. A. Poland and said, hey, you know, we need, um, we need like breakfast. You know, we like like a chef, like breakfast, lunch, you know, um, like a player's lounge. And, you know, the question was like, why don't, don't we, we don't pay you guys good enough? You know, we just gave you 65 million. What, what do you need? Mm-hmm. I said, we're 18, 19, 20 years old. What kind of food do you think we eat? McDonald's? Burger King, that's what, that's, yeah, I, I said, that's the kind of food we actually eat. We don't know nothing about the chef. So, so we're, after practice, we're going to go get McDonald's and do all of that. And, you know, that's our food. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you put into the product what you want out of it, it helps it. You know, so you get a, get us a chef. Now some of the young kids, they're going to come, they're going to get, they're going to get breakfast here and then they get lunch. And now you gave them two good meals. You put a player's lounge in, now, now they're going to stay a little bit longer. They're not just hurry up, rushing, getting to their house. Right. So I said, now they stay in, get a couple shots here and there. So I said, and that's how you get better. Yeah, you know, true. so you, you give them an environment. But they, they look at the money so much and don't understand. Maybe the little things. It's like the little things, like you want your player to get better. Give him an atmosphere right. where he wants to be comfortable. Like this is, the, the gym is his home. Like he wants to be in here. He wants to sit in the gym getting better and i don't think they understood that at first isn't like because i remember when we first got food it was in cleveland yeah i think my first time was getting food on the road like atlanta damn near eight nine years yeah yeah, that's what i said it's like it was like 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 i remember when we was in uh we played cleveland and and went in the locker room and they got all these trays Mm -hmm. like yo, thank you this is okay and it was like nah this from the other team like damn Damn, motherfucker, Brian, get over there. Motherfuckers <laughs> want to act right. You know, yeah. you lift up the food like, damn, this is some good ass food. What the fuck they got over there? They yeah. got uh, steak and lobster yeah, and this shit. Cause this is some good Cleveland shit. Cleveland do it the best. That's what I'm saying. Dallas try. Dallas try. Shout out to Dallas. They do their barbecue <laughs> shit. But, <laughs> but, but Cleveland give you a spread. That's what Mac, I'm saying. Cheese, it's like greens, grilled fish. You up grilled, so they can uh, slow you down though. But, but it's not man. But I'm just saying. Yeah. But as a as a as as players, we look at that though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that leaving impression. Yeah, you leave an impression. Yeah, you leave an impression, the other, the other impression lives, on the right. player. Like, but ain't nobody never went to Cleveland free agency. That no, 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 no. <laughs> very true. Very, very uh, true. Dude. No, that's I, the thing. I mean, nobody Clippers, going to Milwaukee, Minnesota. Have, dude, uh, dude uh, you have, have to trade us there, goddamn because we ain't just walking into that <laughs> motherfucker for real. They, you said it was a curse, though. I, I don't know. It's even a curse. I don't even think it's that level. It was just a culture. There was Ooh, never. Cl- the curse, well, there was never a culture. There was never a culture there. 
Like the NBA had. It was force. honestly, honestly. It was, let's face it, it was a terrible owner. It was ownership. So when Steve Ballmer came in, no, no, that's no, what it, really no, 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 no. The, the NBA and brought so, okay. in Doc. So my first, my my free agent year, two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, it was two thousand three. So David Stern <laughs> heard um, that uh, Donald Sterling wasn't going to pay his free agents. Right, he's going to let them all walk. And when I said all, it was seven of them. So you had yeah, Lamar Odom, um, Maggette, um Elton Brand, Elton Brand, Aaron Davis. No, Brent Baron wasn't there yet. Um, Mobley, who? Katina. Uh uh-uh. uh It was it was just all that it was the, all the bump. Oh, there's Miles. There's Miles. Richardson, it was, so it was just they were all and he was just going to let them all walk. And the, 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 the yeah the league stepped in and said no 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 you're going to have to pay. Fuck that. You're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay some of these players. And then that's what ended up happening, that he had to finally release some of that money. Because from there, it was just a farm. But how, how does somebody like that get in in the first place? Oh. Okay. Th- th- come on. It's like this. No, you're talking about, you're talking about these. Of dollars. No, no, no. Fuck no. These to be people, an owner? These men. For sure. It's a lot of money. Then. Oh, then not so much. A, a, he got a team from. My, my owner bought the team for a million dollars. Right. You know, so they bought the team back, you know, back in the 70s, 60s and that. So these guys are just built in. So you in L.A., your fan base is your fan base. So they just, it's just a farm. Like you got number one picks coming in. They, like, they didn't sign. Like, the first time they signed a big free agent was 2002, 2003 then. That was the first time he actually threw money. Other than that, all his number one picks and all that, come in, go out. Come in, go out. He never, he never, and that's. That's why there's always lockouts and shit. Because they, the, the Indianas and all, they wanted to be like Donald Sterling. Yeah. But Steve Ballmer did, did pay up and did see that he had to create a culture. Yeah, I think but, that's but that's what I'm saying. By now, now yeah. like you, you can't sit there and try to farm anymore. Yeah, but also if you want, I mean, look, nah, you know he's this like, too. He's dead serious on winning. You know, I, like he's a competitive person. Like it's a spend, winning business, yeah, right? Yeah, we spend like, a lot of time yeah. with him. Like it's not just a, a hobby for him. Like so, he, so he's a real owner. That, yeah, he's into the shit. That's what I said. Like, like that's a, what he said before. There's very few that are. There, like there was because yeah, you got to remember back very then. Few, yeah, back then it was just businessmen. Now you know these young or these guys that watched basketball growing up, mm-hmm. you know, made billions. Like I want to buy me a team, and yeah, I want. I think he has he has that in his personality, mm-hmm. but it's on the side of like. I want to win a fucking, fucking championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, like, yeah, he wants to. And he's he has a dream. Uh, he's dead serious. Mm-hmm. Like we meet with this man probably once a month, and he's like, "What's up? What y'all need? Everything good? Mm-hmm. What y'all thinking?" You know what I'm saying? So he's he's very hands on yeah. with trying to create the right culture to to and have everything that you would need to bring in players to want players to be here where this to be a destination. But it's yeah. funny at this point you've seen that Toronto where yeah. th- where that went this year. I mean, they Toronto's created, a dope organization. Yeah, it's well, like too. you wouldn't have thought they could yeah. ever make basketball. I don't the think they ever sign free agents up there. But I once you're there, yeah. the problem they're gonna have is trying to keep Trump, guys there. Who they, yeah. they signed a surge, I think they got a deal. That was probably the. He, yeah, but they foreign anyway. Yeah, Like once you're there, you'll love playing for the Raptors. You love playing for the, for the country because fuck, it's, it's the whole country. You. It's the whole country. And then you you kind of you like that fourth fifth month into the season you like, God damn man, like, I want to go home. <laughs> you know, like because you really feel when you play in Toronto you feel like you're playing overseas. Oh, it does. It feels like it, bro. Like we can't wait to go on the road sometimes just to be in America. 
You know what I'm See, saying? That, that's going to like be the little problem. shit you don't think of, like the, the channels on your TV, uh, your phone bill. You got to get you got to get a fucking Canadian bank account, mm-hmm. like shit like that that people don't think about. Like that shit is hard. And then you have kids. You you raising your kids out of in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's once you're there, you're like, oh, this is dope. But the hard part is keeping guys there. Yeah. But that's what I said. It's like it's not like they brung in free agents. They tr- they they made smart trades. Mm-hmm. The guys yeah. like you were saying with Serge, like foreign players that are there, like they would want to yeah. play there because said, they yeah. don't, it's but all it's North America yeah. to them. It's not but that's what I said. US. You make trades and you know you 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 finally put the team like the team is on a map where everyone got to see the atmosphere of what what it looks like. Who created over there? that atmosphere, Drake. Yeah. But no, no, no. The, the, yeah. It was already they were already uh, nuts before. I think he gets. I think he gets. Uh, he gets some credit, but. Yep. You got to get that to Cal and Demar, man. Nobody but Cal and Demar. Nobody was paying attention to Raptors basketball until they just put that shit on their shoulders and were like, we, "We're gonna be a contender." They you wanted to I mean? stay there. They wanted to be there. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, the fans was always like that, though. Four years in a row, they run into mm-hmm. LeBron. The second LeBron leaves, they get championship. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you said, Demar really yeah, laid you, the foundation for sure. But for that, sure, you know, Drake made it. I think Drake made it popular. Like he. Like you know, you, we gotta remember outside of basketball, outside of basketball, nobody. Okay, really, I see what you're saying. You know, because yeah, it's just he created the six and mm-hmm. all of that. I, I the OVO, it's like, just like okay, for, yeah. like for this like worldwide people to look at. But he really like honestly, like Ice Cube, he put himself front row. He's there at pretty damn near every but game. Like his, he's on fa- his fans but take he over. Knew, he wanted to make. He's like, look, they could be a basketball team. I'm gonna make this team culturally but, relevant. But that's the pro- but see that's the problem because to the basketball player who has to leave here to go there, you're not going It's still for... it's still not like there's nothing Drake is going to do to get put American you a, put you in a song. No. I mean, I'm... what did, what did that do for you? What did it do for me? Yeah. It made me more popular. But did that tie you to the team more? No. Fuck no. They fucking let me go. <laughs> no, I know, but like, <laughs> at the I time wanted, before, I, yeah, that well, didn't I so six well. man and they rewarded me by yeah. letting me walk. Yeah. Go. But that's what I said. Thank you. But it's still not but a place I, where like. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, that's what I said. Drake, like, Drake fans can get it didn't put It didn't put money in your pocket or like get your, oh, yeah, your name in the Raptors. But, but, but for the you, like. The six man made the price to go out. I don't fucking but Drake you fa- reference. But. Shit. <laughs> You think I got paid because motherfucker choose Jay Z said no, bring guns to the locker room? No, I'm not saying get paid, room. but you feel like oh, Shit, I ain't got a sponsor since motherfucker. Shit, what the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck about no rapper saying your name. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I mean obviously you get a reference in the song, but it doesn't mean. But it gave me a lot of weird ass fans. Right, it gave me fans get, that weren't my fans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, that's what I'm saying. they liked me because he he thought I was cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. It's yeah. Canadian, like. He made it. He made it popular between the teams, but and as the a title basketball, is, that ain't that's not gonna be enough to make guys go up there. A and basketball, sign. like that's what yeah. said, a basketball, <laughs> a basketball player is not gonna say, "All right, I'm gonna go to Canada because of Drake's there." It's a couple. It's a couple that do that weird shit though. He ain't gonna be good. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that's probably the wrong reason. Like, you, you ain't gonna be good. Like you can fuck around, get Alonzo Ball up there. You ain't gonna get nobody good. Like like we really gonna be balling. Like somebody gonna have his 30, 40. Nah, I'm staying here in America and do that shit. <laughs> like I said, let's be honest. Like, come on, it's it's far. Like that shit is 
it's far. It's a hassle, man. Like we didn't even want to play. It's like, really a hassle. Yeah. Like we we go through the airport. Customs. Like cut. Like we customs. Like yeah. like imagine getting a, like a being a felon, and then you gotta go over there. Like you sitting in motherfucking customs, forty two hours, just sitting there. Like damn, I'm a shit. Fucking stayed home. Shit, ain't, they really didn't want a nigga here. Some. Yeah. We like, do that shit every time. It's it's worse <laughs> to play for the Raptors. Than the opposing teams, cause we come in on the bus and we gonna leave. When you play for the Raptors, you gotta we park our cars at the airport, then get on the bus, go to the airport. So when we land, we can get our cars. Like that shit is an inconvenience, man. Expecting mm-hmm. it's fucking ten degrees out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> so let's say ending up in New L. A. is a great thing that could happen to you. Yeah, it was good for you or any <laughs> other player. Good. They were putting the recruitment pitch out there. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so. Any free agents listening? So, yeah, that's, you cool. know, I just wanted to know that that culture because I know when I was playing, it was like, eh. Nah, we good. You know. We good. Because that's that's the only thing that that, that, that the that most keeps... This is the most fun I've had in my career last since I've been in L.A. Was it? Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. It's like, you know, when I was playing, it's like, you know, you just... It, when you just hear Clippers, you just... It's just because I know what the Clippers were when I was here. So that's why I was like, you know, what what is the atmosphere? Who's the owner? Is he... The yeah. noose, because it's like the noose, like when people say, oh, yeah, you know, the players are messing up the NBA by super teaming. Like, nah, it's the owners. These new owners coming in, they're like, yo, I want to win. I want, you know, let me, so I got to buy you. I'm going to buy you. I'm going to buy you. I'm going to buy Like, I'm paying everybody. Let's go. Let's try yeah. to win this thing. And that's what the new owners is doing. Before, it's like, you know, you sitting here, rec- like, you've been in the summer. We're like, yo, hey, we cool. We've been playing well together. Hey, I'm going to talk to the owner. You know, we're going to come and get you. You're like, yeah. all right, cool. We, everybody done done that. Everybody, I remember LeBron. Remember LeBron free agency. Dwayne, Dwayne and LeBron, they sitting on the. That's when they was doing a uh, little banana, banana boat. They over there having fun. Free agent playing together. Go to the owner. Hey, Dwayne Wade want to come here. Oh, Dwayne, I can get you Dunleavy. <laughs> and that's basically what they did. Like, I, I can give you Dunleavy. You want Dunleavy? Like, yeah, I get to give you. The, and like Dwayne Wade, now he got to go to Chicago. Like, yeah. and that. But that's the silly shit they do. Like, oh, yo, it's, uh, we friends. Like, they, we this we hey, we can build some shit. Like, why, and why the old heads act like they wasn't cool? Like how we cool now? Like they don't want you. Like, ah, oh, they too friendly. They working out like bullshit. You that, motherfucker. Uh, All right, they work out together. Y'all gamble together. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, what's the difference? I, I, I think just because they're on TV now. Like when yeah. it, when when Charles Barkley talks about ball pounding ever. I just want to open the rule book. I would. They, that's why they don't want me on TV. I'm gonna open up rule book. Like, hey, hey, look, this you. Uh, they put this rule in because you motherfucker, you was. You took the ball at the three-point line in the corner, and you bounced that motherfucker 42 times trying to back a motherfucker up. So they put a five-root count rule because of you. Yeah. You dribbled the ball too goddamn much, and they put a rule in because <laughs> of you, motherfucker. So don't talk about nothing about dribble. I don't want to hear you say dribble. And they dribble too much in the, in the league because you were the reason that they changed rule. Like, But they forget. Real shit. Like, I, went at, I, went, I remember I went at um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on my Instagram Cause he was talking about um, the he Ball was, Brothers. What he say? When he said, "Oh yeah, he he put a a, a, a tarnish on the UCLA name." Uh, what he did in China. But what you say? Motherfucker, wait a minute! Oh, hold on! <laughs> All the recruiting scandals, y'all motherfuckers was doing with hookers and shit. You, 
paying players? Like, y'all was getting paid back then. Yeah. Like I said, the same dude that recruited all y'all to go to UCLA was your same agent who got you out of Milwaukee and got you to the Lakers. Okay, I ain't know that. Oh yeah, oh big man was paying everybody. Oh he was. <laughs> oh yeah, they had condos and fucking strip malls everywhere around here. Uh, hey, motherfucker, you the one who put your goddamn. But that's what I said. Less oh, rules back then. In that they, they forget. They forget what they did. It's like like who you are now is not what you did back then. Goddamn it. Is but. Stupid motherfuckers, man. You know what we? You that's why say? I stop paying. That's why I don't pay attention to them. None of them. None, none of them. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna average five points, and then tell me how to score. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. You gonna come off the pick and roll? See, this is what he need to do. He need to come split the pick and roll and. Motherfucker, you ain't even do no splits, goddammit. <laughs> Your ass was in the fucking we invented corner. That. Like, come on, like, come on. You was in the corner shooting threes, bro. You was a. You was atmosphere. You was like the fucking playing in the club. Don't talk about pick and rolls. And, but that's what they do. They get over there and just, just talk, say dumb shit. And we get sitting there, everybody like, yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe I do got to do the pick and roll and split and throw. Like, no. Like, do the pick and roll, catch a switch, pass it to the big man down low. I stopped that shit quick. Yeah. When I came in, we're going to do the pick and roll. They're going to switch. We're going to pass to the big man. No, the fuck, we not. Back his no, we not. We, he, you, we gonna, I'm, I'm going to throw it to him. They're going to double. He's going to pass it. I'm going to pass it. Stupid-ass shooter who can't shoot all the way in the corner because that's where you put him. You put the <laughs> dude in the corner because you don't want him nowhere near the play. He the one with the open shot, and he going to take it. Yeah. That's how Robeson's get the ball. He gonna, now he, Robeson's going to shoot that ball. Yeah. No, that's not how we're going to do. We're going to do the switch. I got the big man on me. We're going to go one full flat. We gonna, y'all going to move, and I'm going to take the big man and get a bucket. Right. That's what we're going to do here. We ain't going to be pass the ball and pass it to the big man. Nah, that, this ain't 80s, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't the 80s, man. This is, this is 2000s. You know, you know what happens is you look at the game differently when you're not playing. Not again. Not, now, now, all the, now all when the guards switch you. like, ah, we're going to do it. When you're in it, yeah, you're just focused on what it is now. I think when guys retire, it's turned down enough. No, time. it's just delu- you're delusional. You're delusional. That's what I said. It's, the, it's delusion. That's... These motherfuckers, these '90s players, is delusional. Oh, yeah, remember, they remember it a certain way. Oh, you know, the, you know, as as these kids get younger, man, you got that they got the Google shit, right? Uh huh. So you'll pull up a coach. <laughs> Nowadays, we'll pull up a coach like, yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah, nah, no. Could he really play? No, because a lot of them couldn't play. You know, it was one. I ain't gonna say his name, but we had, we pulled this shit up on the plane. We like, bro, shut the fuck up. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you averaged two points a game, but he brought that shit on his because he was the asshole coach. He always he got something slick to say. Mm-hmm. Come up in front of the plane, fuck with like, why are you up here fucking with us, man? Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. pulled this shit up. He was mad for like a month about that. Yeah, but that's what they what, sit there and do. Yeah, we sit there, and pull your shit up. Yeah, that's what that's what the old like. That's what they they sit there and 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 hide behind like a game that just don't like. It wasn't misunderstood. It was just like, you ever talk to somebody, it's like the 90s was like the best thing, like Michael Jackson, Prince, like the music was better. Like, motherfucker, everything wasn't better in the 90s. Like, like you motherfuckers, like we played defense. No, y'all fucking didn't. You just hacked motherfuckers y'all couldn't hacked stop. The shit out of them. Yeah. That's all you did. You hacked motherfuckers you couldn't stop. You couldn't stop Jordan, so you just clotheslined the motherfucker. That, that's all you did. Like, right. Like, I can't stop you because you're so much better than me, so I'm just going to foul you and hope you don't come in this motherfucking home. That ain't defense, bro. That ain't defense. <laughs> like, like, you can get that shit at the beach. 
You can get that shit at the beach, motherfucker. The mailman does that. He can't stop none of these motherfuckers out there, so he just tripping and clipping motherfuckers all day talking about, yeah, this, this 90s basketball. That's all the motherfuckers is doing, man. It's fucking stupid. Like, shut the fuck up. That's what I said. It's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You guys are not as good as you. You The defense wasn't as good as you thought it was. Or just respect the way things are now. Be happy that they are the way they are. The only reason there's a battle is because they're not respecting. Yeah. Like, it's like you're not. You think they got something to do with the money, though? It's always. Big time. It's it's always the money because it's like, oh, yeah, we we laid our foundation. Cool. Hey, bro, I appreciate it. Like, I I came out the vagina at a a time where it it paid me more. (laughs) Don't don't get mad at me. I didn't do nothing. I I watched you. I learned. Mm -hmm. I added my little shit. I got paid. Now, these motherfuckers doing the same thing. I can't, you know, I made 111. That was good then. Motherfucker make 220 now. It's right. double. I can't say, oh, man. <laughs> like, look, that motherfucker doing the same thing I, I did, but making double. Like, that's, that's, motherfucker, that's what it's supposed to have. It's what supposed to have. It's called evolution. Also, like, that's what I said. Them motherfuckers don't, they, evolution's not in their brain over there. Also, shit is more expensive nowadays. Hmm? Houses are more expensive here in LA. You gotta get paid better. Hey, it's so a more popular game. It. It's yeah, a more popular game year after year. That's, That's all. And these doing. are the guys that built it. It grows. It grows. It's, just, right. it's gonna continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, twenty years we're gonna be looking like that motherfucker getting a half a billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, damn, somebody, somebody's gonna be at a half a billion. Like yeah. God damn, that motherfucker. He do? Average seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I see JJ Reddick twenty three and me, I said, God <laughs> damn. Shit, I need to I need to swallow my pride to start working out again, goddamn, cause they <laughs> this motherfuckers this whoa shit. Should have kept that knee right. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, I think Lou has a role. Um this was cool. Thanks for coming for you, man. Hey, hey, I'm gonna say congratulations again, six man award. Congratulations mm-hmm. again, man, you know. Appreciate it, man. Was this number three coming up? Yeah, this is gonna be three. Yeah. There Supposed it is. to be. We'll see what yeah, happens. Is. Nah, this is three. Right. If you if he could vote. He has your vote. This is going to be a ride yeah, if it ain't. Motherfucker, I have 22. Right. Shit, he have more than it's a 75% of the he starters. Ha- he like, has come your on. Vote. I ain't even going to play that game right now. Put it out there right now. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Man. Right. <laughs> See, now I, I want to be a six man so bad. Like, the motherfucker got choked. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought about it. He said three trophies. I'm like, man, there's some nice trophies in the trophy room. I ain't got none nothing. Shit. I ain't got a trophy to sit on. <laughs> Shit, if somebody asked him, like, yo, I'm gonna go do an interview with you, put your trophies in the back. I ain't got no fucking trophies. There ain't no fucking trophies for the shit I was doing. Shit. Like, nothing. That's cool. Three big ass but you, trophies. But you culture, though. So that's like. Nah, nah. Fuck that. I'm gonna You ain't the hardware. But that shit go a long way. Like, Nick, like, Swaggy is culture. These motherfuckers really cut their hair and shit like him. Like, he's culturally. Is part of the imprint of basketball. You the same. All right, you you do it. You do an interview. You do an interview and let that motherfucker do an interview at his house. See who's motherfucker more viewed. That motherfucker who got three big ass trophies in the back. There's three big ass trophies talking about. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, you know, I had a good career. I'm in the back on the couch. Nothing back there. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Motherfucker, gun charge. Gun charge, motherfucker. That's all I got in the back of my resume. Motherfucker, gun charge. Like I said, you get cultured. Something for the rest. Uh, of the all right, man. You enjoy your weekend. Yeah, I'm about to go party a little bit. All right, go hang out. Man, I, hey, man, I used to be young, man. 
I got like six months left. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> milk my shit. Do yeah. your thing. Yeah. Right, thanks for coming. Appreciate you. All right.